Hello, Saubona, how's it, Molo, Jumbo, and welcome to the Every Nation podcast. We hope this message will inspire you and draw you closer to Christ. Enjoy. Today, as we're celebrating Heritage Day, which was actually yesterday, but this is like our Heritage Sunday, amen, um, we are again reminding ourselves of just the importance of looking into each other's eyes and having time to, together to discuss and eat together. So, and the reason is because, you know, sometimes power, culture can be something that separates us. But in the church, what we find is that God brings many different cultures together and He gives us all His Spirit and we all become His children. And so culture then can't get in the way. It has to be something that we celebrate and enjoy and learn from. Amen. Amen. This morning I want to share briefly before we start eating and discussing a short message called The Power of Culture and the Culture of Power. Can you say that to somebody? The Power of Culture and the culture of power. Wouldn't you agree with me that, I wanna share firstly about the power of culture. Wouldn't you agree with me that culture is powerful? It is super powerful. I mean, it shapes us and we don't even know it. I mean, think about it today. You are the person you are because you grew up in a particular family in a particular culture. It made you who you are today. Your language comes from the culture in which you were soaked. Your foods that you like to eat and you don't like to eat are why? Because you were raised on them, you know? And sometimes that's strange to other people or whatever, but, but the point is it's yours, okay? It's your food, that's what you eat because you were raised in it. You think a particular way about money because of the family and the culture in which you were raised. You think a particular way about marriage because of the culture in which you saw marriage being done. You think a particular way about being a man or being a woman this morning because why? In your culture, men do this. In your culture, women do this. If you were born in another country, like let's say Argentina for a moment. Shame, just because they're crying today. You know, I always got to try and bring rugby into a sermon. <laughs> uh, if you were born in Argentina, just imagine, you would, I mean, you'd still be you, right? You'd still be you with all your gifts, with all your talents, with all your unique ways, but you would be a very different person. You would be a very different person. You wouldn't, you wouldn't speak the same. You wouldn't eat the same foods or anything like that. And maybe even because you were there, you wouldn't discover certain gifts that you had. Or maybe because you're there, you would discover certain gifts that you didn't know you have. Culture is powerful. It shapes us without us even knowing it. You've probably experienced this before when you've changed schools. Anybody that changed school? I was with my sons and they had a friend yesterday like, and, and their friend has just recently changed schools, like been in another high school and he came and joined the high school in which my boys are in. And, and he was, I was asking him, well, how is that experience? And he says, yo, it's very different. And like his whole life has changed just because he's changed schools. Why? Because the culture of his other school was very different to the culture he's in right now. And there's positives and negatives. But literally by putting himself in another school and another culture can really change the entire course of his life because of that, the culture of that particular school. So we've experienced this in schools. How many of you experienced this in the workplace when you change jobs? Amen. And you arrive and you work out very quickly. Hey, this place is not friendly. 
<laughs> it's not like my old child, you know? Or maybe you come into it and everything's excellence, 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 performance, performance, performance. And you realize you come in there and you're like, yo, I better up my game here. Or so, you know, like there's a different culture, there's a different standard here, there's a different vibe here. That is the power of culture. It shapes us, it transforms us. And as you stay in a particular workplace or a particular school or even in a particular church, what happens is that you start to pick up the culture and the vibe. That's another word for culture, it's vibe, eh? And it starts to shape you into the person you are. Culture can either make you or it can break you. In the same way that if you plant a plant in good soil or bad soil, the plant either becomes healthy or unhealthy. That is the power of culture. If you want to think about culture, what is culture? Culture is like the soil in which we plant our lives. And the health of that soil will determine the health of our lives. So firstly, let me say this this morning. Matthew 4, verse 8 to 9. Jesus loves our different cultures, okay? The diversity that we see on the earth today is amazing, it's absolutely outstanding and it is evidence of God and God only. That's why I always see when like people, people try to put people in boxes or make them all dress the same, I go, nah, that's not God. That's not, because God is a diverse God. Did you know there's like over a million different types of ants? Like, did you even care? An ant is an ant is an ant is an ant, you know? I, I was shocked to hear there's so many different types of wheat as well. I thought wheat is wheat, you know? No, there's, the, the, the diversity on this planet is incredible and it's reflected here in this room and it's beautiful and it brings God glory and God loves it. He absolutely loves it because in Matthew 4 verse 8 to 9, what we see is that Satan comes to Jesus and he tempts Jesus. And this is what he says. Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and he showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. Look around you. This is the glory of the kingdoms of the world. And he said to them, all these things I'll give you if you fall down and worship me. Satan never tempts us with things we don't want. He was, going, he was showing, this is what Jesus came for. He came for the nations. He came for the cultures. He came for different ethnic groups. Satan was tempting him with exactly what he wanted, exactly what he was coming for. So I want you to know that this is something Jesus desires. And in, in Revelation 7, verse 9 to 10, what we see is that eventually all nations are standing before the throne. It says, after these things I looked and behold a great multitude which no one could number of all nations. Can you say all nations? All, nations. all, tribes. all tribes. All peoples. All, peoples. all, tongues. all tongues. Standing before the throne and before the Lamb clothed in white robes. I just thought this drama this morning was so powerful. I mean, we didn't synchronize our message, but so much of what I'm going to share is just in there. Those white robes that you just saw, you know, coming out. I was just like, wow, come on, that's amazing. Standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands and crying out with a loud voice saying, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. People, heaven is multicultural. Like we're just gonna have to accept that the kingdom that we've been born into is one of diversity and different cultures and different shades and different people and different languages. This is what our God has done. And guess what? You don't find it anywhere else. This is here, it's here, it's in the kingdom of God. It's in His kingdom that we see this. 
So the good news that we have from the Word this morning and from the Bible, that, that vision that we see just of the Apostle John into the future of what is to come is all tribes, nations, tongues standing before the throne is such good news because it means that we don't have to become British or American or anything else in order to become a Christian. Amen. Amen. <laughs> we can remain Pedi, Indabele, Shangan, Swana, Africana, whatever it is. He came to redeem us where we at. Amen. He came to rescue us where we at, but he also came to redeem us. And this is important that we need to know this. Notice how these tribes and tongues are standing before the throne in white robes. What does that mean? It means that Jesus has come not only to reach us where we at, but to sanctify us and redeem us and purify us, which says that Jesus loves our diversity to the degree to which our diversity reflects his culture, the culture of heaven. Culture is powerful. Jesus came to introduce a culture of power. It is the culture of heaven. And it's this that every single one of us need to get into our hearts and start to live with. Um, I want to show you the scripture in Matthew 20, verse 25. The rulers and the Gentiles, he's talking about leadership to his disciples. And he says, the rulers of the Gentiles, they lord it over them and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you, let him become your servant. Jesus was saying, hey guys, there's a particular culture in the world out there where leadership is like something like you, you get into the position and you just start to like, you're the boss, you're the man, you just command everybody, you just walk around, you just like it now and everybody needs to just bow and do what you do and you're, 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 you're MOG, you're, you're whatever, you know, you're just the shizners. And Jesus is like, no, there's, there's a culture of power that I want to come into your culture when it comes to the area of leadership and it's this is that leadership is about servanthood and so he says these powerful words he says not so with you instead do this and that's pretty much the same as saying in your culture there might be a way to treat women that's not honoring and Jesus would say to us not so with you. Instead, husbands, love your wives like Christ loves the church. In your culture, there might be a tendency towards pride or arrogance or people who are different to you. But Jesus would come and say, not so with you. Instead, treat everyone like they are a brother in Christ. Take out the log out of your own eye before you try and remove the speck out of the your brother's eye. In your culture, children might be viewed as just, you know, and just subhuman or something. Not so with you. Instead, the, the, understand that children are a heritage from the Lord and the, bless, and, the, and the fruit of the womb is a great blessing. In your culture, there might not be any honor for elders, but not so with you. Instead, honor your mother and your father because it promises that you'll have a long life. And so what Jesus does is he comes and he rescues our cultures and he loves our diversity, but he came to introduce a culture of power. And it's the degree to which we accept and walk in the power of his culture to which our cultures will be free and prosperous. Here's the truth. The degree to which the gospel penetrates a culture is the degree to which the culture is free and prosperous. And we see this all over the world. 
In Revelation 21, verse 24, it says this, and the nations of those who are saved will walk in its light, speaking about the new Jerusalem. And then it says this, and the kings of the earth will bring their glory and honor into it. Its gates shall not be shut at all by day. There shall be no night there. And they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. So can you imagine this? We're going to a heavenly Jerusalem where there's just this gonna be this incredible celebration of cultures and languages and tribes and tongues all coming in. And what are we bringing in? We're bringing in our glory and our honor. What is our glory and honor? It's how much we allowed the power, the culture of power to influence our culture. Thank you for tuning in. For more messages like these and other resources, you can visit our website at endurban.org. Remember to subscribe to our podcast channel to stay up to date with the latest sermons. Be blessed.